In the century, my name is Ndiimane Nyamtengarabori and I'm the host of the Evolve Talk today. I'm not hosting the show alone. I'm with Andile. Hey, Andile. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yes, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Listen, I am so excited <laughs> to be part of the show today. I'm so excited as well. I'm just looking forward to all the fun we're going to have. <laughs> we're going to have so much fun today. Um, there's a lot to talk about. There's just a lot of things going on. Um, and I hope you guys are drinking your water. How, are you drinking your water? Listen, I just I have my drank water. tea. <laughs> so we're good. Yeah. Are you minding your business? Oh, I'm, I'm, keeping, I'm keeping it here. You know, safe space. Mm. My own business, mm. keeping it moving. Drinking my yeah. tea. You know, <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, we we also not. It's just not the two of us. I think she she just said something as well, just to say that okay, I'm also here. I did. I'm and, here. Uh, <laughs> I, I not I not even giving me some attention. So we have oh, our God. lovely guest. Um, hey, Cynthia. I'm, I'm saying it right. Hi, right? how are you? Yes, you are. Am I saying it? Okay. Perfect. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, thanks to you. I'm great. Nice to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, looking forward to having an amazing conversation, chill conversation, yes. learning from you yes. too. Yeah, I hope I hope I learn something as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I'm coming here with an open mind. So yeah. I'm so excited. Well, just a disclaimer, yeah. just a disclaimer, everyone who's listening, um, since like any time from now can be disrupted, but the network can just go bad because wow, in South Africa, mm-hmm. we have what is called load shading. Imagine in yep. a whole season there's load shading. Yep. So anytime from load shading, lockdown. <laughs> It's hectic. It's hectic. It's just a lot of things going on at the yeah. same time, and yeah. you're trying to like yeah. recover. Up, like boom. When you're trying to stand up, like literally, this is what 2020 is doing to us. Like when you're trying to stand up mm. and be like, okay, now I'm up. Boom, another thing. Boom, another thing. You fall again. Wow. <laughs> wow. And like, ha, yeah. ha, ha, ha. I can't deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Was, I was telling you earlier on that since mm. the electricity went. And then I, I hadn't had anything to eat. And then as soon as it came back, I was like, T, where are you? You know, because you try to do as much as you can when the electricity is back because, you know, it can go anytime. Anytime. Any minute. Yeah. yeah. No. yeah, yeah. It's, crazy. That, it's crazy. That's how 2020 is like, actually. Like, anything at any time can happen. That is 2020 yep. for you. You, yeah. you just need to be ready. It's a thriller just be ready for something something just be ready because <laughs> yeah, you never know if you're on the upside on the upside mm. it just taught you never to be comfortable you know anything mm. can change at any minute and you mm. always have to be ready 
So mm. it's really sad, but I guess um, it took us out of our comfort zone, you know? Exactly, so, exactly. That yeah, is the yeah. positive side of what is happening yeah. in Kenya. Moving out from your comfort zone, just being ready for mm-hmm. everything else. Like, I think we go beyond financially. You, you gotta be ready because you don't know what's gonna happen. Apart you of, like, do not know what's gonna happen. So you just need to be ready at, at all times. Uh, I think that's a yeah. great point. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Was actually needed this like that push. <sighs> yep. Relaxing. You know you gotta <laughs> get up. You gotta go get home. Feel me. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, Andile? I think it also helped with uh having a reevaluation of your life, you know, and mm. taking introspection about everything that's happening in your life. Because mm. then everything went to a standstill and you just literally had to think, is this right? Is this the way I wanna do it? Mm. Um, maybe you are lacking some way. Mm. So as much as it's horrible, but like you said, we needed this. I feel like it's almost a slow down, mm. take a break, and take stock. Like mm. take stock on your life. Okay, okay, okay. Everything that is happening, you know, because things are like mm. fast. Everything happens so fast. We're not aware of mm. a lot of things in our life, mm. you know. Um, things such as your health, even like, yeah. you were like people are not people are very now. You want to sanitize all the time, and that's something you were supposed to do already. Oh my gosh! So, Listen, I'm not. Yeah, I'm it's not, horrible. I'm not wanting to take my vitamins yeah. all the time, right? <laughs> you know, and, exactly. But now, yeah. you're okay. <laughs> Listen, I suck with routine. I mm. suck with routine. Like I can do it for three days, and I'm like, I'm t-. but now I am taking my vitamins every day. Are you vegetarian? Eh? Are you vegetarian? What's your star sign? What does that mean, Andy? What's your star sign? Oh, I'm a Taurus. You're a Taurus, because <laughs> I know us vegetarians people we struggle a lot, you know, um, with routine yeah. and doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm. But like, again, oh, yeah. you know, so I know my sisters and brothers, my kings and queens, really struggle with that. Mm-hmm. What we star signs I, are they? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I'm still here, baby. No, I'm asking I think which Andile mentioned the star sign. Oh, yeah, mine is vegetarian. Which... Oh, okay. I I learned something new. Like I I didn't even I just knew Taurus and that's <laughs> it. But you taught me something new. I'm glad I did. Well, <laughs> something new. So. Well, I think this was the longest um introduction part of all times we're in. We had, you know, we have an, a segment called the snack segment where in we advising. So I feel like it was just like the entire show in just a few minutes of it. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And now we're actually going to the show. Well, let's go to, to the <laughs> first segment of the show, which is hashtag was trending. Catch all the tea after the break. Are you wondering how I made this podcast episode? Do you want to start a podcast? Well, let me plug you real quick. I guess you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you. It's free. 
Yeah, you have that right. It's free. There is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And on this segment, we discuss trending topics, current affairs, and popular culture. Um, on this one, I'll give it to Andile to start with the first trending topic of the day. Oh, yeah. So um, the first trending topic of the day is, you know, um, the passing on of Usisizinzi Mandela. Um, sadly, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has been flooding the Twitter streets with, you know, messages and showing love to the family, you know. And things mm-hmm. like that. And I think mm-hmm. as a country, you know, as a whole, we have lost one of our own, not only because she was a Mandela, but because this is a woman who also mm-hmm. fought through, you know, the apartheid times and she gave of mm-hmm. herself, you know, um, to fight mm-hmm. for a better South Africa, to fight for, you know, women's rights and things like that. So, um, you know, looking at all the people who shared love, all the people who shared condolences, you know, I, I am just on the next level appreciative of all of that, mm. you know, mm. but, but if there's one thing that I, I, I always try to think about, you know, when someone dies is what's the legacy that they have left behind, you know, mm. yeah. and, and when you think about that, it sort of like gives you you know, hope and it warms your heart to know that actually, you know what, she might be gone, but her legacy will live on because she touched lives, yeah. you know, and she gave so much of herself to people that didn't even personally know her, but she lived her life to give to people. She lived her life to make sure that people, you know, were within their own rights and they believed in themselves and they lived their own truth, mm-hmm. you, you know. And the, the funny thing is this, yeah. right? You you know how, because uh, July is also Ipete month. Mandela's Day. Andele? Andele? I think we lost him. We lost him. Okay, it's cool. But it still stays connected. But he was going like he was he was yeah. making like great points, you know. <laughs> I can hear you. And what what's up? What's going on? I don't know because I can hear you. Even when you called me, I was like, hi. Okay. You can you can continue. Oh, don't stress me, please. No, it's fine. This thing can Oh, oh okay. <laughs> It's going to be edited out, yeah. You know, so as I was saying, right, um, and then people were talking about the fact that, you know, they were so sad that it happened in the same month as Utata Mandela's birthday because now not only do we celebrate mm. in this month within the, you know, the Mandela family, but we also moan, mm. yeah. you know, which is now mm. two emotions that are clashing, but at the very same time celebrating the lives of people who, you know, made a difference, you know, in the lifespan that they lived on this earth. 
Yeah. But if there's if there's one thing that you know speaks so closely to me, you know, um, are the mm. stories that my mom would tell us when we were growing up, you know, <laughs> about mm. Uzins even. So so mm. um one of one of the stories that really stand out is how this one time, because you know how black parents can be when it comes to history, you know, in the apartheid times, you know. <laughs> So mm. this one time apparently Zinzi appeared on TV. Um it was it was uh Tata Mandela's interview, but Zinzi was there, right? Mm. So they asked Zinzi, mm. so Zinzi, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know? And Zinzi said, I want to be like my dad, but better. Oh I, okay. <laughs> you know? And yeah. that time it was it was hilarious because I mean who could have who, who could be better than that Nelson Mandela? Then mm. you know, but when I looked at her lifespan, you know, and the things that she did when she was alive, especially for women, you know, and for children's rights, you know, and for the youth. She was fearless, very, very fearless, you know. Fierce. She was like, you see, now we mm. see why mm. your dad is your dad. You yeah. know, we understand why. You you're not just a Mandela by name, but you are a Mandela by you know, your being, you know, but by your kindness, you know, by your giving heart, you're a full yeah. Mandela. Mm. You know, mm. so I don't know. But if anything at all, I think everyone, you know, has felt a sense of loss, you know, after hearing the news. You know, yeah. I, mm. I, I definitely did. Like, I really, really you know and i'm sure you guys saw a couple of tweets you know and condolences on your timelines as well said. yeah it was so sudden i was like oh it cannot be i i i, I it, maybe it's a mistake i, I mm. don't know i was surprised mm. i didn't mm. i was like okay I don't, I don't know what's going on but what i liked about Uzin was very fearless i don't know what you guys would like to say about her like i don't know what you think Sinte, about zinzi let me be honest with you guys, okay? Mm. <laughs> what I knew about Zinzi, like, I see you guys know her, like, know her in depth and stuff, mm. and I'm again learning, you know, mm. from this conversation. And Andile said something so profound. He said, she said that when she grows up, she wants to be like her dad, but better. Mm. And when you said that, Andile, I just thought, mm. you know what? People don't realize how much influence uh, your mm. family has on you, you know, and the people mm. you grow up uh, surrounded by and immediately when you said that I don't know if you guys know um, Muhammad Ali's daughter Leila mm. Ali mm. she has the same attitude as her mm-hmm. father like you do not ask who her father is and when you said that Andila was like whoa we actually don't realize how much our family influences how mm. we live and how mm. we act you know so that's what I took away from that, mm. um, from what Andile said. So this is actually a very great conversation to be having. And I mean, yeah. I the Alis and now I'm thinking of the Mandela's, like you're telling me about <laughs> and stuff. And it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, she was female. Her dad was male. But he had that impact mm, in her life, you know. Mm. And we should also look at this. We like the new generation. And uh, we should also learn from this thing that when we have kids, our kids are going to almost rub off of us Mm -hmm. and we should be Mm. very mindful of that you know Mm. so i got Mm. that from um 
when Andile was sharing and mm. stuff, I was like, whoa, this is actually yeah. great. And mm. can I add something to that? So, yeah. <clears throat> this 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 is the thing, right? Um, as a child, yeah, we grow up into what we see, you know, in the house, you know, yeah. what we're exposed to, you know, and mm. I, mm. I'm I'm gonna go in a limbo here, but I think everybody would know this. Zinzi yeah. grew up in, in in a house where you know just because you're a Mandela, you know the press wants to know what you're doing. Everybody's in your business, and she had to learn, you know, certain things from a very young age. Being told that your dad, you know, is yes. the person of the stature, therefore this is how you need to carry yourself. These are the things. I, I I don't think she had any idea, you know, in when she was young. But when she grew up to be a young lady, I'm sure she realized that. Listen my name alone you know my name alone is mm. a powerhouse so i need to be a powerhouse myself so that i don't step down from you know the pendulum that has been set by my family name and that is a beautiful thing mm. because the confidence that exudes from just you know understanding and realizing the power in your name it's it's amazing. About that, sorry, sorry about that. I'm back. Mm. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. really amazing. I, mm. I think also her growing up was a bit different because she oh. didn't grow up as the the, the Mandela. Yeah. We can hear you, Sinclair. She didn't grow up as the Mandela because, mind you, Mandela was in yeah. prison. So she grew up with a single mother who was Winnie. Yeah. So we should also acknowledge Umam Winnie on her. Um, in Perth, in her life, because she was the one who was most in her, you know, younger mm-hmm. life. Because Nelson Mandela was were in, in, in his father, her father was in mm-hmm. prison, and I remember, is she the one who who walked Mandela in during the inauguration? Yes. Was was she the one? She is the one. I think when was it on a sun on Sunday, oh. right? It was it Sunday? Depressing. On Sunday, Sunday on yeah, Sunday, yeah. the president, the president spoke, and one of the key, or oh, what, the key, or like the most important thing that people took out from that, con- from that speech yeah. was the alcohol ban, and a lot of people tweeted about the whole alcohol ban, and it it comes about because the the lifting of the alcohol ban came about with a lot of people getting injured yeah. and overwhelming the healthcare system. Yeah. So it was sort of like a solution to that. And a lot of people are still, are still saying that, okay, it's still problematic because now what about people who are working in the alcohol industry? Mm. What about them? How about, you know, people who make money from the alcohol mm. industry? So what do you guys think about this whole alcohol ban? Do you think it was a right decision for the government to, or do you think otherwise? Um, okay, I think, you know, it's, it's a very tricky situation, especially with people that are working mm-hmm. in that industry. Um, and on the other hand, with the whole uh, people being injured, more accidents, you know, mm. um, and overwhelming our health system. We don't have a very strong health system as is. Mm. And now with the coronavirus and everything, that would be a bit problematic. However, I think it shouldn't have been banned completely. Mm. I think maybe they could have reduced the days that it's, it's sold 
and uh how many like the number of uh bottles people can buy in a day i don't know because now i'm thinking of mm. people that are going to lose their jobs especially in a time like this mm. you know? um yeah i it's, it's really... because because like it's 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 no work no pay kind of vibe so those yeah. who are working in like tops are not gonna get paid this month mm. be, uh, for, mm. for the days that they didn't work so yeah it's i think it's hectic what are and you find that some of them are breadwinners sorry and and you find that some of them mm. are even breadwinners mm. at home you know so, mm. it's, it's really it's... tricky it's, it's, I think it's, it's tricky, tricky for all, you know, I really think it's tricky mm. for all, because also think mm. about it, right? When we look at the health yeah. um, side effects of alcohol, especially with this virus, you know, the more you drink, the more you're easily exposed to the virus, right? Yeah. And on, mm. top of that, mm. on top of that, people, when, when, when people drink, we all know this, mm. when people drink, sometimes, you know, we, we, we just make bad decisions, yeah. Yeah. You know, a person drinks and then all of a sudden they think they can just, you know, spark their car, you know, and just drive around and go to this place and that place that has people and they forget to put on their mask because they, you know, because it's an everyday thing. So it's like, ah, we're too. Mm. I'm sure there are no people here with corona or we have a sit in, there's 13 of us and we're mm. like, ah, there's no one with corona here. And then, jiggy, jiggy, mm. you know, you find that three people from that setting tested positive and you're like, but how, you know? Mm. And then... It's like, it's like heavy, heavy. You feel me, <laughs> you know? And then now you go in hospital and then they find all this alcohol in your system and then now they have to first flush out the alcohol before they start treating you so that it becomes a whole, mm. you know, a whole lot of work and things like that. And then now the person um, passes on and stuff like that and then who do we blame? We blame our doctors, mm. we blame the system, we blame all of that. At the very yeah. same breath, you know, at the very same breath, now think about um, a sister or a brother who works for SAB, for example, you know. Now SAB mm. is saying, I'm sorry, uh, we're not selling alcohol, so um, we have, have to... Have a job. Basically, you know, so mm. now we have to mm. change because we're not making sale, we're not making money, therefore we can't pay all 600 of the people that are, are, are working here. So we're going to cut off 300 people. That increases mm. unemployment rates in the country. Yep. And that also induces, mm. because now if I'm at home, you know, which is no excuse, but if I'm at home and I'm the breadwinner and I work for, you know, um, an alcohol company and I'm not getting paid, I need to find mm. other ways to provide for my family. Yeah. Mm. And this is what we don't think about. You know, the easiest way is the baddest way you know yeah and then people <laughs> fall into all those sorts of things and then we end up blaming them this is one of the reasons why i always say first understand somebody's shoes before you can judge them you know yeah. mm. but but yeah. it's crazy at the very same breath i i, I definitely agree with Sinclair. maybe they could have you know reduced the days where they sell the alcohol or the hours you know not completely, mm. you know, lift the ban on alcohol. Cut it off, but, yeah. You know, cut it off. But mm. at the same time, it has to because the numbers are increasing. Like, rapidly. It's a tricky one. <laughs> like, the numbers Very are... Tricky. And, and mm. money, if, if you look at the numbers before they lifted the ban on alcohol and now, you know, you'd realize that the numbers went skyrocketing after alcohol ban was lifted and alcohol consumption was allowed. 
and alcohol to be sold. Mm. You realize that and, yeah. and there was a lot of accidents, you know, a lot of this and that, which when we were in level five, we didn't have any of those things. Mm. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's really a two-edged sword. You know, at the very same breath, we're like, thank God that, that, you know, alcohol is no longer being sold. But at the very same time, we're like, but what about the people whose livelihoods, you know, belongs mm. to selling alcohol? It's really crazy. Mm. It's really crazy. It's, it is crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I also, I, like, I became to a point where I'm like, okay, let, let me just understand what's going on both sides and just be like that. I don't really have a standpoint of saying, okay, I feel like alcohol should be banned or I feel like alcohol should not be banned. But mm. I, I'm in between because like, there, there's not really a, a better decision at this point in time. There's, if True. they ban it, it's still a bad decision. There's like consequences, but there's still like side effects, um, bad side effects of that. And then mm. if they do not, there's still like you know consequences. But and entirely, they can't. The president can't make everyone happy. Mm. So it's tricky. It's it's really tricky. <laughs> yeah, I also feel like the president came in at a very very wrong time. Ooh, it's a mess. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in his shoes. Everything is on him, and people are gonna blame him. Even mm. in situations where, like, he actually cannot do much about it, people are gonna blame it on him. So mm. I wouldn't want to run at this time. No, this is so. the worst time to be a president. To be mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be the president right now. Shim. Oh God! Not oh, now! God. Not now! <laughs> Not now! Well, um, Andile, I'm over here. Some tea from Twitter. Give us some tea. Well, you know, I hope you guys are ready to sleep on some, you know, just a little bit, yeah. you know. Yes. So, um, the tea for the day is, uh, so there was a tweet, right? Um, who mm. went on to Twitter, you know, after the whole thing of Will and Jada, you know. And mm. Continuing with our training topics, right? So mm-hmm. on Twitter, there was a tweet who wilded uh, talking about, you know, after August came out, sharing the story about yeah. him and Jada, you know, and Will Smith's mm. love triangle, right? And then yeah. this tweet uh, went on Twitter and he tweeted, this whole thing that's happening between Will and Jada, this, I quote, this whole thing happening between Will and Jada makes me understand mm. why men kill their women. Mm. unquote right and and mm. it, even that statement alone mm. baffles me but now this is the angle so yeah. uh another tweet he quoted the tweet at uh, the tweet and asked who is his employer mm. right because mm. he wasn't gonna have mm. a conversation around someone who is perpetuating gender-based violence who's perpetuating yeah. the killing of women who's perpetuating yeah. hate you mm. know yeah. towards women you know and then mm. that sparked mm. a whole lot of fire on twitter and this is the thing mm. um i after you know going through everything i realized that uh Kachiso is actually a friend of mine luigiano on twitter <laughs> a very close friend of oh mine. Oh my god! You know, uh, so you, so you know, you, you know him personally. Very personal. 
very very personal. Oh my gosh, Missy! Listen, listen. Messy. You know, and he did the things that make the things to be done. Sent an email to his employer, you know, and his employer was like, "Oh, okay, fine. We've got it. We're gonna uh-huh. look into it." You know, but now there was a mm. lot of backlash on Twitter. You know, some people saying, uh-huh. "No, he is guilty for doing that. Why would you go for somebody's job? You know, just for a mere tweet." Uh-huh. You know. And things mm, like that. Mm, mm. And that makes me worried, you know, because yeah, there's very same people who, you know, are fighting, you know, the very same tweets who are fighting gender-based violence. Yes. You, you know, uh-huh. are the very same tweets now who are turning back that and apologizing, you know, for yeah. the very same person who's perpetuating, you know, this hate mm. and this violence and things like that. And that is very mm. confusing to me because I will not sit yeah. here and listen or read or allow anyone to perpetuate violence against my sister, my mom, my yeah. best friend, yeah. my cousin, you know, because at the end of the day, mm. the people who are facing this are our sisters. It is you yeah. guys who are our sisters, you know, who are victims yeah. to all of this mm. thing. Yeah, but, so I was like, I don't understand why there's a backlash on Kahiso and not mm. on the person who tweeted this. The person, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. yeah. Because mm. you would expect that people will be lashing at the person who tweeted this, you know, and not mm. throw shade and hate on someone who is making an example of someone who is perpetuating that, hate. Yes. Yeah. Mm. You know, so it, it, it was taking a stand. Sorry about that. Exactly. But that's taking exactly. a stand. So if anybody wants to say something like that, they're going to think twice about it before mm. saying it because now they will know that it might cost them their job. Exactly. True, true. And and this and goes you know to mm-hmm. go ahead. You can go, Andile. Oh, okay. And I, I was saying this goes to um the thing of people hiding behind, you know, um their the Twitter keyboard. accounts. You know, their keyboard. Mm-hmm. They know oh, I'm just gonna write this, I'm gonna tweet it, and then I'm gonna get a little backlash here know. and there. And, you know, and then it's, go it's about a my thing. Act, don't you think? Mm-hmm. It's really it's a coward act. Because exactly. I don't think that person would say it. Like with with their face showing, yeah, true. I don't think Never. they would. And the people that are like uh, throwing hate in inverted commas to Kahisa are also they hypocrites. Number one, very. Mm-hmm. Because if it's hashtag DBV must fall or uh, RIP so and so, they for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And to a certain extent, I feel it's going with the flow, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when that happens everybody's going hashtag rest in peace. And you might even find that the people behind those hashtag rest in peace are abusers. They Mm. have laid their hand on women. Mm. They have raped, but they never got caught. And now they're hiding behind the keyboard by saying hashtag RIP. And now this is going to bring a good light onto them, you know? Mm. So it's really Mm. social, like social media is a very weird place. A beast for me, like it's it's really very like people are cowards and they hide behind the keyboard. One minute they are for uh, 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 they 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 stand against uh, gender based violence. The mm-hmm. next thing they standing with somebody that is uh, um I don't know uplifting and I'm using uplifting because I'm lacking a better word mm-hmm. gender based yeah. violence. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's very weird. It's really very weird. And like, it also shows that only a few people have integrity. True. Because 
if you stand against GBV, you stand against it regardless of the situation. True. Yes. So mm. now, because somebody lost their job, like because now you can see how serious it is. Where now you're now gonna be? Oh no, that's not how it's supposed to be. But did you not say you're against GBV, sir? Exactly. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Where are you? Where are you? Like, if you're gonna stand for something, stand for something through and through. There is exactly. no way you stand. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's really yeah. weird. It's really, really weird. I I actually just opened the the trend. Kahisa just says Kahisa on Twitter. Yeah. I see like tweets that are you know saying the same thing with you guys. Um, at Tuto Lee says we need more men like Kahisa. South African men Definitely. are always saying we need to protect our women. Kahisa is doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at Africa, she says men are afraid that Kahisa is shaking the foundation of their bias towards women. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of their own is reporting them and snitching, mm-hmm. snatching away their livelihoods. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, they, they now have to decide whether they are for women against um, against mm-hmm. or mad at Kahisa. We need more mm-hmm. of his action. Men. That's, that's Rifilwe. And let me just yeah. read some few more before finishing, because it's more of those. Uh, at uh, this one is a guy, at Mraudzi BT. He says, if we want to end GBV, we must act um, tough and stop being nice. Okay, so he's doing exactly that. Whatever it takes mm. within um, the confines of the law. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find maybe some someone who disagrees. I'm, I can't find anyone here. Um, and then let me just read the final one. Uh, men who are taking Gakiso are also part of the problem. You clearly sure. agree. This is this is at um, Royal Swati. It says men who are taking Gakiso are also part of the problem. You clearly agree with this young boy. Then and then you ask yourselves why South Africa won't change. Gakiso needs to be protected at all costs. We need more mm. people like him. And then, okay, mm. this is interesting. So this guy commented and was like, see, I apologized and he doesn't have to lose his job. Kakiso is also How? not perfect. How? <laughs> well, How? well, well this, this gets tricky as well for Kakiso, guys. Yeah. Because yeah. the tweets went out and, and, and dug some dirty thing on Kakiso. Mm. So it's like now it's tricky because apparently in 2014 posted that um, Olympian Oscar Pistorius gets five years in prison for girlfriends that that was that was a tweet yeah. and then he responds and say but I don't want Oscar to go mm. to jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that raise that raises eyebrows now. But that's a, that's the past. Like now, your past is coming to haunt you. <laughs> Can I play? I was about to play the devil's advocate, right? I was about to play the devil's advocate. Mm. Back in twenty fourteen, mm. if I remember correctly, the whole wave against gender based violence is yeah. not yeah. as great as it is now. Okay. Mm-hmm. He might have been younger. Come on, you know he might have been younger. Mm. He might have been a fan yeah. of Oscar. I'm not saying it's right, mm. but now I'm just putting it into context that 
right now more people are speaking and maybe from yeah. 2014 I yeah. feel now he's learned something you know maybe he's like he's yeah. maybe he doesn't even think the way he thinks now i mean i'm sure he doesn't think the way he, he mm. thinks like in 2014 mm. and 2020 come on and i i i, I yeah, just to I'm, add on I'm to that by him for that i'm sorry mm-hmm. i'm not saying I'm not saying it's right, but mm, I'm not, I'm not yeah. about to crucify him of because yeah. of something he tweeted in 2014. He was younger. We oh, all yeah. said dumb, dumb stuff mm-hmm. before. Uh, and we've learned from it, you know. So that person coming, if it was like a 2019, 2018 tweet, cool. You can maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> and also, I think what's important is context, <laughs> you know. No. Because mm. I looked, yes. I looked uh, um, at yes. that tweet. And even looking at the whole commotion that was happening in the replies, and I realized the whole reason, you know, for using that mm. particular one is because it had, you know, um, uh, gender-based violence infused, you know, because this was a man mm. who, you know, um, yeah. killed, uh, who was found guilty, you know, of killing, you know, a woman, mm. a tandananai, you know. Mm. So then that was mm. good to use mm. in perpetuating... Yeah you know, gender-based violence so that Kakiso also mm. looks like a bad person, you know? Mm. But here is where mm. it gets tricky, right? The tweets yeah. who actually dug that, they dug it out of context. And that is yeah. why now we say, that's why now we say, listen, yeah, yeah. if this tweet, and simply I'm agreeing with you, if this tweet was um, tweeted in 2018, 2019, mm. where the movement of gender-based violence is greater then we would crucify him. But this tweet was tweeted, you know, yeah. in 2014. Absolutely. When the movement and the mm. light was... Mm. You, no, you, you, we, you, you see what I mean? So now we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. You know, what Hi. we're going to do is we're going to ask Kakiso no. to apologize no. and then we move. But with you, Sia, we're going to crucify you because you tweet this at the time where... Mm. you. you, you at a time where women are being killed on an everyday yes. basis, you know? Mm. Every day. Like, I mean, as a woman, you're even scared of driving yeah. to a mall alone. You're even scared of driving mm. at night alone. You're scared of being in the mm. house alone. You're scared of load shedding in the mm. house because mm. you are alone, you know? This, I mean, in 2014... Yeah. Maybe not as much, but right now it's, it's scary. Mm. It's really, really scary. Mm-hmm. You can't even trust your partner fully because you're like, hey, this person you don't know. And, and it's, it's, it's crazy because yeah, it's crazy because someone actually tweeted that you know, even guys nowadays, when they see when when they are walking towards mm. a number of say mm. three, four guys walking towards him, he would change direction, you know, mm. because. A guy knows himself that yeah. he is not safe mm. around other men. How much more our sisters? Mm. Exactly. Exactly. As a female, you always have to be looking over your shoulder. Mm. You have to check your surroundings. You have to make sure you parked in mm. an area that is not dodgy. Mm. You know? And with yeah. men, some men don't even have to do that. Oh. And that's because mm. they have the male privilege. Yeah. As a woman, Sadly. I don't have that privilege. I have to make sure that my door is locked every like 
five times if I go to go make sure that the door is locked. I have to make sure that the windows are closed. I have to make sure that my bedroom door is locked because I'm a woman. And somebody in 2020 is going to come and say, but no, guys, Sia just said, I'm sorry, it's okay. What if somebody mm. died? What if Sia killed somebody? Is that, I'm, I'm not saying he did, but does is that not, I'm sorry bring the person does not. back to life? I, I also think it it's, it's important. Like my initial thought with this whole thing is that people should not take responsibility for what they tweet. Mm, like when mm. you put something on social media, take responsibility and accountability. Yes. A lot of us, we just out here saying yeah. stuff and we want to say sorry to sweep it under the carpet and it doesn't work like that. You need mm, to take accountability, mm, mm, be mm. accountable. Exactly. As, long as, mm. as much as they're sorry, there must be accountability. You must answer yeah. for your for your actions because Account. you did that. So it is yeah. always important as well to yeah. think before you tweet. Oh yeah. Think before you tweet. Before even you before speak. You, yes. Even before you speak. <laughs> You know, even before you speak. Mm-hmm. And you know what, mm. what the thing is with social media? Mm. It stays. Mm. It stays. I mean, I can say something right now and say, so, oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, you're going to edit it out, right? But with social media, I mean, see, if, if somebody says, oh, Not so. oh see, exactly. XXX, mm. you know? Oh, we see our gender-based violence, you know? That's what... But right now, I can say something like, I don't know, I can say something mm. and then I'm going to say I'm sorry. And it's going to be off uh, social media. Mm. It's gonna like Nobody's going to know anything about it. But now with social media, people have to be very yeah, aware true. of what they true. put out. True. And even think of the consequences of, okay, now I'm putting this out. What's going to happen? What are the pros? What are the cons? But right now, we really tweet and post. And I think, I think now we relevant. need to introduce, Period. you know, the culture of people knowing that there are consequences for what you tweet. You know? Mm. And, and it should be engraved mm. in people's mm. minds mm. and hearts that, you know, whatever I tweet, there's going to be ramifications. Because also the reason why people tweet such things is because they know nothing is going to yep. get done. It's just going to stay on Twitter. Yeah. People are going to laugh it. People are going to shout. People are going to swear mm-hmm. and everything. And then laugh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You, you know, I'm going to get the retweet. I'm going to be things. cool, you know. And and maybe. Oh, and oh maybe that's true. Then mm-hmm. we know. You know. Like we said, people hide behind the keyboard. So maybe mm-hmm. Sia was like, I know there are other gents that think like this. I know. I know, mm. and I'll get their support, you know, but see if it's the wrong day. And that's what happened to him. <laughs> and yeah, but I think, yeah, and but mm. I think there are definitely more seers out there. They just too, like, I'm not saying Sia was brave, but mm. the other guys are just like cowards, you know, and they're scared that, oh mm. my goodness, if mm. I say this, I'm going to burn. So, and the yeah. like just closing this off we closing off so we can go to the main tea i'm just closing this off mm. there there was a lot of backlash now like people started attacking in brackets um in in, in what do i say in invented commas right yeah. am i right eh? um they started mm. backlashing mm. the rainbow gang mm. the rainbow gang mm-hmm. so i was like okay so mm. apparently the rainbow gang is out here wanting people to lose jobs. Um, the rainbow gang is... Andile, what do you think about this whole rainbow gang thing no. going on on Twitter? No. You know what? I'm <laughs> okay. Can I just say something before you start? 
What you think you're gonna say, regardless, but the next person is gonna think you're mm. this person talks a lot, or you're this person is too brave. So just because the rainbow gang is braver than most of mm. our daughter in inverted commas, ne? Mm. That's what is making them angry. Fragile masculinity. That's what I think. <laughs> That's what I think. People think you're they can't say it. The next person said it. Yeah. Okay. They're poking like they yeah. are. They're pressing the right buttons. They're pressing the right mm. buttons, and people mm. are reacting. You know. No, it's, it's so okay. That's what I think. It's Sorry, okay. Andy, I just had to say that. You know what the saddest thing for me is, right? Yeah. The saddest thing for me is when, when, um, mm. you know, mm. I will call them heterosexual when heterosexual men are not getting their way, you know, and then. Mm. You know, it's like their last resort mm. when now they see that they are not winning then they just you know use somebody's sexuality or they use the whole community mm. as a scapegoat and they project, they project. towards us you know and then yeah. you're like ah, mm. yeah. i mean is that the best that you have because yeah. you know we're living our best life you know we're being ourselves really? and we are unapologetic mm. about it really? you know yeah and, and yeah and this 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 is the thing yes. following yes. that you know with Kakiso and everything there was also another tweet uh, who tweeted and got a lot of backlash on Twitter. Mm. You know, uh, after the speech, he tweeted that I wish uh, Cyril Ramaphosa would have taken away gay rights instead of taking away alcohol. Hmm. You, 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 you know, and now this is someone who's, who is within the community. You see? Mm. And, and it, it was mind-blowing. It was I, when I read it, I was flabbergasted. And this is the thing. After he got the backlash from the community, I, and I saw a little screenshot of people, you know, blocking mm. him, you know, and I went to read mm. under that, that tweet, you know, the replies and everything. Mm. And I realized, you know, that sometimes the backlash mm. from social media, you know, is induced by us, for us, mm. you know, because... If you're within the community mm. and you still write, you know, things like that, then we have a problem when we are fighting the very same, you know, when we are fighting the very same system that, you know, we have the rights in the constitution, but, you know, they are not being lived out, you know, mm. when you're fighting a system that says mm. you have the mm. right to feel protected and, 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 but when you violate it and you go to the police station, they're going to, the, the, um, the policeman will ask you, why didn't you fight back? You're a man, Moss. You know? It's, it's funny because we How? were having the similar conversation mm. on um, our previous ex- episode. Yeah. Uh, I think we, we were discussing the Pilo and... Um, is Pilo and who? And Moshe. Yeah. Yes, we're discussing the Moshe thing and, Moshe. and the law. So mm. I think it's, it's a great idea. For, for those who are listening, it's a great idea to go and listen to that episode because mm. we had a... Um, one of the law students who was also explaining what the law actually says uh, about this whole thing yeah. and how you can get help. So I think that is, that is quite interesting as well. This is why I love you. Because you always play me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
So it's crazy. But attacking the gang really is mm. not, you know, it's not going to put um, food on anybody's table. You know, no, honey. It's, it's not even going to take mm. away anything. Mm. We're going to stay winning. We're going to stay beautiful. We're going to stay moving. And we're going to stay being fabulous. Ta- exactly. Yes. <laughs> brave, very brave, very brave, Malcolm. So it's yeah. really not going to take away anything, and it's not going to change anything. Well, I there's a lot more we can talk, you know, on this topic. Um, there's just a lot as well to add on. There's just more trending topics that we can all talk about. But mm. for now, this is all we have. Mm-hmm. Um, we will continue speaking, right? Oh yeah. Now we go into the main tea. We need to to sip the main tea now. Ooh. <laughs> so this week we talk all about new age relationships and online online dating um relationships in general have evolved over time and with no doubt social media has influenced how relationships should be like from open relationship, poly relationship to entanglement. Okay. (laughs) Entanglement is the word. As as the world, um, the world has transformed. So the new age relationships with the arrival of social media and societal norms going a more um, liberalized relationships have taken a new shape. And anybody would agree that the new age relationships are always on the edge. Well, now we begin our our our, our discussion around new age relationships. Well, Andile, um, what drew me to you was a beautiful thread. Oh my gosh, Andile has this beautiful thread on Twitter. He posted about um his father like literally it was about his coming not coming up where is he coming out is it right is they coming out no <laughs> but it was basically um talking about his life uh, as a gay man and how his parents took um especially like his father like he highlighted his father how his father asked the question like i just liked how he wrote it i was Mom. like okay yes yes let's 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 <laughs> so so I would really want to hear more about the story and how you look how on how your father embraced and affirmed your sexuality. And you also, you know, share bits and pieces of then love interest. You also share that. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, this is intriguing. <laughs> like Andela went deep now. You know, you, you feel like you're watching the whole thing going on. I'm like, okay, Andela, now are we watching some X X rated movie? <laughs> That that was on the on the tweet. So can you like go deeper on that and take us a bit um to that time? Was mm-hmm. it your first relationship? And how was how was it? Listen, so um I've always known, right, that I like boys, mm. you know, but I didn't mm. know, you know, what it meant. <laughs> you know, my bad. Oh my oh, <laughs> You feel me, you feel me, you know, and at that time when I decided, you know, it was time to tell my dad, you know, um, I had Mm. a love affair, right? So Mm. here's the thing, right? We're still young, we're still in our early teens. The only thing we know is we like each other, right? Mm. The only thing we know. And the only thing we know is when, Mm. when we see each other, you know, everyone is like looking on the floor, you know, looking in the skies, you know, trying to discuss. You, you feel me, mm, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> the first yeah. time I heard, you know, a boy say to me, 
I love you, right? Mm. Um, his name was Lubabalo. And he, he, when, when I think about it today, he knew more than I did, right? Um, mm. also because mm. I think it's because he was two years older than me, mm. right? Um, mm. And he, he was, you know, nearing his mm. exiting teens into now adulthood, you know? Yeah. And that time we didn't have, you know, there wasn't any um, social media connotations. There wasn't any, you know, this is what a relationship is supposed to look like. There wasn't any, this mm. is what, you know, a love connection is supposed to be like. The only thing I knew was when I see him, my eyes mm. sparkle, you know, I start saying things that mm. don't make sense, you know, and I love a lot. Mm. I give a lot, you know. And I remember, mm. you know, the first mm. time mm. Mm. We, we we kissed. Can I tell the story? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Please do. So the first time we kissed, right? Which was very weird. Mm. Very, very weird. And side note, mm. don't let anybody tell you um, that mm. so-and-so taught them how to kiss. It's a lie. No one teaches anyone how to kiss. You know, it's, it's a natural, you know, if you have a connection with that person, Everything will just flow naturally. But okay, we move. Mm. You know, um, so we, we, we were walking because they just came me from my house and we were walking, right? And we were talking. And I can't really remember what we were talking about, but what I remember very perfectly well is it made me really laugh. Mm. You know, it made me really laugh. And then as I was laughing, he held me, you know? And then mm. I was, you know, because I was laughing and I was all over the place. He held me and stood. Oh, me, yeah. You know? Oh. So now I'm thinking, <laughs> what is going on? Why are you holding me like this? And I was like, no, I want to look at mm-hmm. your eyes. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, okay. What? Do I have something in my eyes? Like, no, I just want to look into your eyes. And I was there, mm. you know, looking at whom, looking into my eyes. That's when I realized mm-hmm. that, you know what? <laughs> this boy right here is the one you know and we, we, we had that quiet you know that quiet two seconds mm. before i could say anything his lips were locked onto my lips and it it, it was a passionate i, I, I love how you actually i love how you write it on twitter i was like oh my gosh wow this is <laughs> i think you should consider writing a book hey you think so? because wow that i i literally was in that scene literally oh because <laughs> oh, this, is, this is my thing right i i always mm. love um because when i write i want to bring a person into that i want you to be in it i want you to see it. Yeah. I want you to feel it i want you to smell you know everything that is in the room so if you know the effect was you know um across then i my heart is full my heart mm. is full. But the funny thing now, you know, with the new age relationships, you know, the liberalized ones, is mm. I, I, I'm trying to keep up because every day something new happens. Mm. You, you, you know, because back, back then, mm. relationships were, it's about you and me, you know, and then relationships mm. grew to being about you and me and your family. And then they grew to being about you mm. and me and social media, you know. And, and everything mm. just changes. And now there's this thing of um, people wanting relationships to be Instagram relationships. God. You know? Oh and it being Instagram mm. relationship, 
we must wear a type of way, we must dress a type of way, we must go to certain types of places, mm. we must drink champagne and things like that. And I've come to realize that mm. a lot of people who do these things, they can't afford them. You know, mm. but because of now we 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 have you know positioned relationships to being about we need to buy cars, we need to go to restaurants, we need to live this high mm. life, we need to wear the mm. same clothes and things like that, then it becomes very problematic because people are enforcing the lifestyle when they know that their bank balance mm. doesn't allow it. And then now they go mm. when they take loans, they enter into debt and all these other things. Which is crazy. Mm. Which is crazy. Mm. Well, well, I think I think that that is a beautiful introduction to you know today's topic, mm-hmm. and I wish I had a story to tell on you know love before social media. Basically, like I grew up in a very different setting from you know from what it is now, and when I started probably um, experiencing love later on in my life, mainly because I grew up as you know someone who was not really like i did not understand fully understand myself so there was just a lot of stuff that i was i was going through so i never really had that opportunity to actually experience you know a relationship at a younger age and how Mm. it felt like to be loved by a boy yeah um but it was later on in my life you know as a as, as a trans you know girl it's yeah it's your dream like you just want to be loved like it's 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 that thing you just want yeah. that and it's it's hard when you're still finding yourself you haven't even picked up your confidence is not mm. on par yeah. you just don't know like you 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 you're not feeling good you know yeah. but i'm glad i'm you know at a better place and a better space and i don't know since do you have any experience I don't know if you, you're still there. Since there? Oh, okay. I think we lost her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I really don't have that yeah. kind of experience to share. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it would have been so nice to have been in a relationship before mm-hmm. um, social media because I also take it now to friendships. Nowadays, people get dumped for not responding to their WhatsApp oh, messages. It's true. You know, how has social media affected our relationships? You know, not only relationships that are intimate relationships, but yeah. friendships as well. So probably I can speak more on friendships. Yeah. I had friends, you know, when in a younger age before having before before social media and friendships were much simpler then you know we speak mm-hmm. when we meet and we we kick we're having a great time but now you blue tick someone then someone is like god you blue tick me <laughs> like friendship is over you serious you, you understand our families mm-hmm. have you know, our parents how we communicate it's just mm-hmm. it has made things easy it has made things easy facts mm-hmm. but at the same time dynamics has also changed in, in in relationships and how relationships should be like because of social media so how, mm-hmm. how has social media affected relationships in general in your opinion so this is my thing right before mm-hmm. the you know social media you would go speak to someone when you want to go speak to them, you know, mm-hmm. okay. you know, and this mm. allowed, you know, um, this allowed us time to breathe, time to go through things, you know, yeah. time to get over things. And then you go to people because, you know, 
you know, emotionally you're at the right space to go visit so-and-so because mm. you know so-and-so's mm. energy is like this and that and that, you know. But now, mm. because of social media, a person is present with you every single time, mm. you, you know. And then people forget that, you know, we, we're living in an era where there is so much that happens. Yeah. You know, on an everyday basis, there's so much. People are going through you know, anxiety, people are going through depression, mm. you know, some people are being and overwhelmed. Media plays a role on that. You, you know, people are being overwhelmed by the day-to-day, you know, movements and things like that. Some people are starting a new job, some people are trying to mm. get, you know, familiar with certain things. And then you, you also have people now who want you to be constantly every other five minutes texting them, calling them and doing all those sorts of things. And you're like, mm. guys, let's be honest. Ne? We don't have time to every five minutes text, every five minutes call, every five minutes. Because na- I lost a friend, right? Because mm. of exactly that. Because mm. I have social media, but I'm more active on certain parts and certain, you know, um, platforms. Mm. You know, not all of these platforms, um, you know, I'm active in them. So mm. what would happen is, he would text me. Um, this is on WhatsApp now. He would text me and then I would text back. But then now WhatsApp became uh, that that place where I go mm. to when I want to say something to someone, you know, if I if I can't get them on call, for example, or they're mm. not responding to SMS, then I know, okay, mm. if I wanted them because I know this person loves WhatsApp, you know. So then mm. we would do that. But then the realization came after I realized that when I text him, he would reply after two days. You know, <laughs> and, and I was like, okay. Mm. And this is the thing. He would reply mm. after two days, but he would be posting statuses. <laughs> so now my thing is, are you Freaky. ignoring me? Are you ignoring me? Or you ain't seeing my text? Am I? But I can't be blocked because I'm seeing your statuses. You know? Yeah. So then I took it upon myself to say, you know what? I'm just going to let you be. When you want to talk to me, you can talk to me. Um, hopefully I'll also want to talk to you when you feel like you want to talk to me. But mm. for now, I'm just going to let it be. And then a week passed, two weeks passed, three months passed. And the honest truth, after a year, I only spoke to him on Twitter. Well, he replied to a tweet I posted two days ago. And and I was like, are you a ghost? This is really you, you know? And the, and the funny you, thing you, you is... actually just remind me of something that we, yeah. we talk about, eh? Yeah, thank mm. you for that part of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, and the, the funny thing is when, when, when people come back, they come back as if you've Nothing never happened. been apart. Nothing God. happened. It's like, yes, they come back and, and you're like, uh, we're not on the same energy. Mm. It's not the same as it used to be. It's not the same as you used it reminds me of ghosting in a, in a whole. Like when I started my day live, there was something called yeah. ghosting. Like oh. I just realized because Mugal was out here, now you even looking for love, girls mm. that you know, internet, online dating, and obviously, as I've mentioned, you know, the struggles of a trans girl. Like you yeah. constantly probably have to you tell someone, and maybe someone does not know. And then when you tell yeah. them, they get overwhelmed about that, and they don't know how to react yeah. to. Mm oh, okay, this person says they're trans, so I mm. don't understand this whole thing. You know, when people don't understand certain things, they tend to, like, yeah. run away from it. Um, yeah. They tend to avoid it. So mm. I 
you know, I started realizing the time of co- concept of ghosting. Like, literally, I was into this guy. We met for a date. It was amazing. And we literally were like, you know what? We are doing this the first time around. And then when I go home, boo-boo, hi. The guy is, like, texting after oh. a few hours. The next mm. day, the guy is not texting. How? Mm. But we had a very good kicking. Ghosting. We had a very, you know, we had a very good time. Yeah. Ghosting is a lot. Like, can't you just tell someone you're not interested than just ghosting them? Oh you see, my gosh. This, this is the thing. I always say this when it comes to ghosting, man, it needs someone who mm-hmm. has skill, you know, mm. to, ghost, to ghost you and still be present. It needs skill. <gasps> <laughs> oh, oh, trust me, it's possible, honey. They are. Like, they'll be posting statuses and they're not responding to you. Okay. And you're like, hey, yes, I'm being tried here. <laughs> yes. Darling. Basically, the short of it, lingua. you know, but, but my, my thing has always been, you know, when it comes to friendships and relationships and being ghosted, mm. you know, and them ending, can we, can we reach a point where we, are, we agree on, are we ending the friendship completely or yeah. are we taking a break? Or because exactly. now this this is my thing, yeah? mm. I can love you to the moon and back, but if mm. I don't know what we are anymore, then I'm not gonna have the same energy. Mm. You know, because before think about it, indeed. Say we 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 like mm. the best friends for years, right? And then you ghost me for two mm. years and you come back. I don't know what you did in that two years. I don't know, you know, the type of setting you were with. I don't know the type of people you were mm. mingling with. Everything you know, we like talk that. about not, are no longer the yeah. same things. You, you feel me? Like, we and not, don't back. relate anymore no. to each other. Mm-hmm. When you come back and you think everything is going to be the same, no, honey, it's not going to be the same. We might have to start from scratch because now I I'm might... I'm start anything. Oh, you know, keep it moving. If, mm. if you kept it moving for the two years, keep, keep walking, South Africa. <laughs> Keep walking South Africa, keep it moving. But, but then I, I heard again there's like people that ghost you and then come back after some few months or like a year or years after and just want to go on with whatever that was happening before he, he, the person ghosted you. Um, how do you feel about that? How, about someone doing something like that? Listen, the only time I'm gonna accept that is if you come back with a whole lot of money. You know, <laughs> I, I don't like I, listen, but my emotional intelligence is not yeah. that strong to be able to mm. deal with that because mm. now here's the thing, right? The whole you know, energy and the whole process of trying to get things back to where they used to be, yeah. meanwhile, time is moving, it's a whole lot of work, indeed. Like, it's, it's, work. it's a whole lot of work, you know, mm. and in the very same time. You are trying to, you know, pursue your goals and your dreams. You know, life is moving. And then I still have to, uh, now I'm thinking in the two years that you left, right? A lot happened. Mm. And then now we have new terms around that you don't know about. So now, even in conversation, I have to always now drag you in, bring you in, Mm. explain certain things. Mm. Wherein it's like, had you just stayed, we wouldn't be having this problem. You know, mm. but when it comes to romantic relationships, I'm 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 gonna be honest about this. If you leave mm. me and you come back after a year or two and you really, really beg me and you really, you know, 
press those buttons that you know are going to make me say yes to taking you back, mm. you better have a lot of money. Because I'm not taking you if you were broke. Or you better have, uh, like, have grown six levels, you know, from the last time we were together. But, but again, that's outgrowing each other. They might have grown, you know, mm-hmm. changed, but there's lots, also a thing called outgrowing each mm. other. We Ooh. grow apart. Like, even though we have that. matured. We, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Even though we have matured, both of us, but mm. we might have matured apart. That is possible. Like, there are friendships. You're not fighting with the person, but you yeah. can no longer click. You mm-hmm. both are mature people, people and yeah. but you just don't click anymore. Oh, yeah. And you if understand? I see you with the group, okay. but like, hi, hello, how are you? You know, yeah. then we can we, mm. we move. Mm. We move. I said, th- there shouldn't be any bad blood or anything like that. But, mm. indeed, can we talk mm. about... Uh, the, the men who mm. will love you to the moon and back, ne? and mm. then just when you're about now to give of yourself, Baho ghost it and block you <sighs> off, block you from everywhere. Oh my gosh, I don't want to talk Every- about that because wow, I, I can relate to that. Le- Listen. Oh my, my, my. <laughs> Listen. Oh, I know. Why is it? about the devil with Prada, some men shame. <laughs> Some men fit but into a- that. Apparently, apparently, some ladies do that as well, hey, to to guys. Lies. They do that. Well, I think I might be like it's a it's tricky this thing. Sometimes you don't want to like I'm the person. I feel like I might be a ghost in a way myself because <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe you don't like someone, but you just don't want to. You don't wanna like head them or I don't know. Like sometimes they're so nice. I've met this other person who's so nice, but I didn't like them mm-hmm. that way. Um, yeah. So I just ended up not like speaking to them, and it's not really. I didn't block them. I I don't really go to the extreme next of blocking, but I've been blocked. Hey, and I was questioning myself. I'm like, okay, so now oh guy went to block us. So mm-hmm. what does it mean? Like, is there something wrong with me? Like. Mm-hmm. Am I not enough? You know, you start questioning oh. your worth. You start, yeah. you start, you know, am I what, what? Like, you start, yeah. Your mental health now just starts to be in shambles because of the whole, yeah, because of this whole thing that is mm-hmm. happening. Mm. But if, if there's one thing that, I, um, you know, and I'm grateful for my dad for this, if there's mm. one thing that my dad always taught us is you are the creme de la creme. You are top tier. Mm. the best you know but Mm. um you know in him teaching us that he wasn't naive Mm. he also taught us about the fact that there will come times where you will feel down where you will feel unworthy you know Mm. where you feel like you are undeserving but he said Mm. when those times come remember who your daddy is Yeah, oh, that's so sweet. I think we all need something like that, hey. Especially oh, yeah. giving it the fact that you know most people don't really grow up with their fathers. Like most yeah. people uh, uh grow up in families without fathers, and mm. it's it's a thing. You know, we need our fathers, and you are. Mm. I think you are one of the fortunate ones to grow up 
with your father and your father showing you so much love it also shows with your with how you behave i think it's also a thing like it's also we were having this conversation with a friend of mine on um that you the like how you grow up also shows when uh, on things around like what you do and the kind of yes. person you are as a as a grown-up in a relationship mm. for an example that it shows up you know at some point i didn't grow up with my father uh, yeah. i grew up with my grandparents so mm-hmm. it was i needed my mom died you know when i was young and then my father was staying staying elsewhere um so I needed perhaps like my mother, but my father was there as well, but I could not be with my father. So maybe yeah. if my father was there, there was, you know, for me at a certain time of my life, there could have been a lot, you know, that didn't, ha- there could have been a lot that could have been avoided in my life. There was a certain point in my life. I think I did speak about it on one of my episodes of the vlog. I felt like I spoke about daily issues. I, I had like a yearn of, you know, looking for a father in a relationship like i'm looking i'm not now looking for a man i'm now looking for a father so it's a thing now with with people um now looking for parents in their partners when they're trying to actually um close that gap that was not filled by their parents so it's a it's an issue it's an issue and So what, what, what I was saying is sometimes, you know, when you, when you look into, you know, that in relationships, it's also a realization mm. of um, the love that you have to give, mm. you know, because this is what people uh, always say about, you know, having daddy issues and people mm. make it seem like it's, it's all negative you know, and all and all bad. But sometimes also you have to look at it from the positive perspective. And my positive perspective on it is look at the type of love a person has and channel it in the right direction. Mm. You know? Because mm. when it reaches that point, it means that a person is looking for a love that is beyond measure. Because there's this thing mm. every girl or every everyone wants to get married to someone who will love them like their father or their mother mm, mm. it's a thing like with guys most when if they're interested in women most are looking they would actually gravitate more to someone that um resembles some mm-hmm. like things from their mom usually mm-hmm. like they would they would gravitate to someone that has those characters that their mom has Exactly. So it's a thing, actually. It's a psychological mm. thing, I think. Exactly. And honestly speaking, whoever mm. I get married to had better be mm. you know, like my daddy because it, mm. that means love and affection and kindness mm. and beauty, mm. you know, towards mm. us as kids. What, mm. That for me is the epitome of love. Wow. That is the trademark Beautiful. for me. So mm. anything below that is 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 unfair mm. very unfair no. i deserve that or more mm. I, I think now when you have been you know uh, in a in a in a fortunate position wherein you grow up with your father you now mm. start to know 
your worth because this yeah. is how i want to be loved because you have witnessed your father loving mm-hmm. you and loving your mother so you yeah. actually know what you want from that so some mm-hmm. don't have that you know a reference you don't have that yeah. point of reference so it becomes a bit hard to actually mm-hmm. find what exactly am i looking for that's where yeah. the daily issues comes in because now you just want someone who is going to be a father and it's not going to be like that you don't you, you're not going to find your father you are it's your partner not your father exactly. or not your mother so it's not it's never going to be like that yeah anyways <laughs> anyways mm-hmm. anyways yeah. <laughs> the conversations can go and go and go um, right. So the new age relationships are more, you know, an idiotic mind games. Wow. You know, it's rather than mutual communication that is critically required to maintain a relationship, exchanging digital messages, sending gifts online, um, you know, sending e-wallets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bring them, bring them, bring them. <laughs> that, that has become you know the tools of new age communication and this has been causing confusion mutual issues um fluid up with egos and misunderstanding in relationships that nobody wants to clarify face to face so i think we are already above above our time hey i think there's going to be a long long episode but anyways let's just continue and try to keep okay. it a bit shorter Sure. With our responses, yeah. So take us to a moment where you fought with someone because you misunderstood each other on social media. I think we touched on that. Um, mm-hmm. where we spoke about you know a friend, you know, we we, we just yeah. didn't understand each other, the friend didn't respond to us at this point in time, yeah. and then and then and, 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 and it becomes an issue. Okay, I, I don't understand what's going on now, and then you end up jilting or falling apart or growing apart mm-hmm. because you misunderstood you. each other. Nah. Mm-hmm. But we also have gravitated to online dating. Gosh, online dating, online dating. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried online dating? Um I, I've 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 tried it mm. and uh it has been fun online, but I've never met anyone from those relationships. Mm, I think I don't know if it's possible to actually fight because i also went into online dating just you know for that and it's Mm. rather you know just numbed me i'm actually very numb then Mm. it's it's probably going to be so hard to fall because i've become so numb because okay i must just be ready maybe this person if i'm liking them the next thing heavy heavy i'm i'm ghosted or blogged hi bo we were, you know, kicking and, and having you never a good know. time. You know, we were kicking and having a good time. Jiggy, jiggy, when you look, there's no profile picture. There's no status. Yeah. There's a yeah. ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Social media and, and, and internet dating will do that to you. Oh, my. Yo, I, I, I have been through the most. Um, literally, when you just check, I'm blocked. Why? Because we were talking. What did I do? What did I do wrong? <laughs> I, I can relate to that content, eh? I can so relate it, to it. it. It brings a question. Is soulmate a myth or is it a real thing? Do you think, do you believe that there's someone out there who's your soulmate? Honestly, truthfully, I do. Mm. I mm. And the reason why I do is because on uh, like from the people that I've dated, right? Mm. I've realized that I've dated them because they had, you know, three or four of the qualities that know four of the f- 10 qualities that i want for example you 
know, mm. they didn't have the full package, but they had a couple they of had... those qualities. You know, mm. and I believe that because of that, I believe that there is that one person who has all those qualities. And do you think? Do you think that is all the qualities that you require? Eighty twenty rule. I think there is someone who's got eighty percent of what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think hundred percent. Do you think hundred no. percent is possible? Ah, uh, not in this lifetime, honey. <laughs> not in this lifetime. <laughs> but that will also be boring. I, I think mm-hmm. you also need you want you also want to grow as a person. I believe yeah. that you want to grow as a person, and you want someone who you um. I always used to say this: you want someone who um who compliments you. Compliments doesn't mean that who is like you, who is yeah. the same as you, but who mm-hmm. compliments you. Like you find a certain point wherein you guys have, share similarities, but you're not entirely yeah. similar. So there's yeah. things that you learn from the next person. There's things that they learn from you as well. So there's mm-hmm. room for growth. But if you're like the same person, I don't think there's room for any growth because you're literally the same person. How do you helps another person um you know how do you you understand because you're literally the same and everything how you think so you need someone who thinks a bit different from you and they will change you know things about you as well because it's the goal is to grow together it's Mm -hmm. not about growing and you know someone is a problem with when someone has grown uh Mm. we're growing together it's also the same thing with friendships if we can't grow together if I can grow with you as my friend. Bye, baby. Let, let's keep it moving. It's okay. It happens. It's life. Let's keep it moving. I need someone who I can grow with, not someone who is like, you know, ducking here and here and here. We need to grow together as friends oh, yeah. and build each other as oh, yeah. friends. That's I mean, goal. if we're not going to build each other, then what are we doing? We understand. Oh, go understand. your way, boo. Let me go my way. <laughs> Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Well, uh, let's let's close it off by just a, a, a little bit. I didn't want to touch on this as a trending topic because it's an American thing, but it was something interesting that happened. Um, is the entanglement, you know, entanglement, entanglement. Um, so I think for those who have been following the news and the internet, the blogs, and you know, what do you call them? The tabloids. They have seen the news about Jada and um, Will Smith uh, and she spoke, they were speaking on the red table and she mentioned that she had an entanglement with um, August. So now it, it, it raises, is there a difference between an entanglement and an affair? Well, What's for me, for, for me, I think there is. Okay. Right. Because mm. when, when, when my understanding is when, when it's an affair, right, mm. you, you are invested in, well, when it's an affair, for example, I am invested in my relationship or in my marriage, right? Mm. And then I have mm. this person who is outside, you know, my serious relationship. And that mm. person qualifies as an affair because there I'm going for everything that I'm not getting at home. Mm, okay right there i'm going i'm going there i have an affair with him because when i get stressed at home i just want to go relax you know Mm. you know i want to go and have fun and things like that that's an affair affair for me but Mm. an entanglement has something to do with wanting to fix the other person wanting to help the other person wanting to make right the other person now that's when it becomes an entanglement 
But the one thing that keeps you going back to that is because when it gets to the one hour dance at mm. night, kashuba. And that will keep you going back. You know, <laughs> because even even though you know it's that lit. you're not supposed to be doing it, it's like, mm. but it's lit down there, you know? Oh, so for God. me, that is an entanglement. That's, for me, that's the difference between the two. Entanglement, it's being drawn to wanting to fix someone. Mm. You know, you like them, you want the best for them, but you want to fix everything wrong that is going on in their life. But with an affair, you're not there to fix anything you're there to have fun when it's, it's, mm. it's like you're going there to relax where in, in an entanglement you're going there to work type of thing <laughs> full-time job full-time well according to i'm just i'm just looking at this um side according to the ledge.com i'm gonna share it on description they shared um what their understanding of this entanglement and um affair versus affair is, is it opening mm. kids opening i'm just trying to get that and read it for you guys uh okay um so according to goodson the term entanglement has no real difference from the term affair in he says in quoted um, in quotes in my mind mm. an entanglement is uh, is the same as an affair as it takes one partner away from the other emotionally she says so mm. where both experts agree is the fact that will and jada has acknowledged they were separated which meant her entanglement um, with alcina was not in fact mm. right because because um they've acknowledged the fact that the, the, the Jada and Will were separated mm. at that time. So it sounded as though Will and Jada were already going through difficulties and had agreed to separate at the time. And Jada became entangled, aka involved with um, someone else. So it's a moot point as to whether she is unfaithful. So that is, you know, their understanding to what entanglement mm-hmm. versus um, affair. Mm-hmm. But with everything that's happening, which very, but indeed, with everything that has been happening in the tabloids, right? And how Jada explained mm. it, right, on the table talk um, with Will. The reason why I'm saying mm. she chose entanglement as a better description of what she had with um, August is because August was also going through the most with his livelihood, with mm. his life. Everything was just going downhill you know, with drugs and everything. Mm. And, you know, Jada was helping him get on his feet. But then, you know, mm. sex, and then it, it just went you know, and then sex got in the way and in the mix up of things. So that for me is, is, is what you call an entanglement because you are attached to a person that you are helping or you want to help. But then, you know, things mm. happen along the way. As opposed to mm. when it comes to mm. an affair, you go there knowing you are there for the fun thing. You go there knowing that sex is going to be part of it anyways. Right? Mm. But in entanglement, you don't go there with, you know, with, a, with, with that mindset of sex is going to happen. Sex just happens. And you're like, oh, feeling. It happens. You know, you're like, oh, mm. what, what, did, what did we just do? And then you're like, but I can't stop mm. helping this person because this happened. By the time you realize, every time you guys link up, you know, something happens. Mm. You know, but that's my that's my tea. Yeah, 
yeah no that's interesting and we can have this conversation go on and go on and go on unfortunately time has also not on our side mm-hmm. um i wish to have you more on the show listen anytime you to need to more. have me just let me know honey i would love more than anything to join you yes. <laughs> So, um, unfortunately, we couldn't have um, Sinclair until the end of the episode since she had mentioned from the beginning that um, she was going to experience you no know, load shedding and we know what that does. It also takes away our network and it becomes slow. So, it's just unfortunate that we couldn't be with her until the end. But I just want to say thank you, Sinclair, for agreeing as well to be part of the today's show. And yeah. So, what would your final words and motivation be today before we close the show? Include like based on everything we spoke about from the main, from the first segment to this segment. Yeah. What would your advice, you know, and and final words mm-hmm. be? Um, I one thing. Uh, well, the first thing because I think I have two or three. The first thing mm-hmm. is you know being a queer man living in South Africa. You know, um, I want to talk to my, you know, queer kings and queens. And I want to say just Mm -hmm. one thing. Live your best truth unapologetically. You know, Mm -hmm. we live in a world that wants to take away our light, that wants to take our sparkle away, you know, by trash talking us on social media, by calling us names, you know, and attacking the Mm -hmm. community, you know. And I say by virtue of them doing that, it means they feel our presence and they mm. very, very much, um, you know, scared of the power that we have. Let's use that, mm. you know, mm. let's use that. Mm. And um, also the second thing is, you know, with the relationships and things, I want to say to people, stop being apologetic of the type of relationship you're in because we have this thing of social mm. media, you know, um, telling us what a relationship is supposed to be. Forgetting that mm. most of these social media relationships are actually scripted relationships, you know, mm. to sell mm. a particular, you know, brand or a particular set of, you know, living lifestyle, you know. Mm. But I think at this point and at this time, people should learn to love, love their own way. You know, mm. there's nothing beautiful indeed as, you know, seeing, you know, two people who love each other. And they are not phased by what social media is saying about what relationships should look like. They're just mm. doing themselves. They are being themselves, you know. And the last thing I want to mm. say is just remember that you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, and you are worth it mm. all the time. Whatever happens, never forget that. You are worth it, and you are worth it, and you are worth all of it. Mm. Thank you so much for your time this was a very nice conversation that we had and yeah thank you so much thank you so much for having me bye Bye. (laughs) love it and this is all we have for today stay tuned for more of the evolved talk